Ladies, gents, and every creature in the night, welcome to the Horror Report, the one and only podcast that digs six feet under to unearth the freshest, bloodiest news in horror entertainment. I'm your host, the mortician of this macabre parade, here to serve you a cocktail of the grotesque, the grim, and the motherfucking gory with just the right squeeze of lemon to make you pucker. Are you ready to lock horns with the devilishly twisted? Well, buckle up, my dear victims, because we're about to slice through the tender flesh of this week's most harrowing headlines with a darkly comedic twist. Trust me, tonight's tales are not for the faint-hearted or those with fragile constitutions. You'll need a strong stomach and a morbid sense of humor to ride shotgun with me. Whether it be vengeful Cinderella's or predators prowling unknown badlands, we've got the inside track on the stuff that'll make you say, No shit, that's some scary stuff. So light your jack-o'-lanterns and brace yourselves for a roller coaster ride through the macabre, the wicked, and the outright ghastly. Grab your crucifix, sprinkle that holy water, and for fuck's sake, keep an eye on that closet door. It's time for the horror report. Let's get this grotesque show on the road. Well, strap in, you sick fucks, because if I got a twisted treat for you, you think you know the story of Cinderella, right? Glass slippers, magic carriages, and all that happily ever after bullshit. We'll toss that Disney crap out the window because Cinderella's curse is coming to fuck up your childhood memories in the best way possible. This ain't your grandma's fairy tale, folks. It's a blood-soaked rampage hitting theaters on April 26th. So what's the deal with this sick puppy? Picture this. Cinderella, played by the scream queen Lauren Sterk, is done with being the cowering little shit the story made her out to be. When her wicked stepmother ramps up the torment, she gets a little help from her twisted fairy godmother, played by the seductive Natasha Henstridge. But here's the kicker. She's not sending Cindy off to find Prince Charming. Oh no. She's arming her with a vicious plan for bloody vengeance. Can you say, slice and dice at the ball? This gore fest is directed by the twisted mind of Andy Edwards and penned by the demented Tom Jolliffe. And guess what? The producer, Mark fucking Lester, is so jazzed up about it. He's quoted saying, the picture is scary and fun at the same time, and horror fans will love it. You hear that? It's a fucking scary good endorsement. And in case you're thinking, oh, blood at a ball? Been there, done that? Well, guess again, bitch. Cinderella's curse is carving out its slice of the horror pie, setting itself apart from other Cinderella horror adaptations. Because, you know, one traumatizing retelling of a children's tale just isn't enough. So... Are you going to be first in line, popping the corn and splattering the red stuff, or are you going to chicken out like a punk-ass bitch? This horror retelling of Cinderella promises to make that asshole stepmother and her dickhead daughters pay in the most gruesome ways imaginable. I, for one, can't fucking wait to see Cindy wreck some royal havoc. Get ready for a fairy tale that finally gets the bloody ending it deserves. See you sickos at the theater. All right, all you motherfuckers who get off on things that lurk in the shadows and make that blood-curdling clicking noise, guess what? We've got fresh meat coming down the Predator pipe. It's time to prime those blades and polish your plasma cannons because Badlands is stomping loud and proud into the Predator universe. And hell, this ain't your granddaddy's Predator. We're not talking Arnie covered in mud, telling the Predator it's one ugly son of a bitch. No, no, no. This time around, director Dan Trachtenberg, the twisted genius behind Prey, that mindfuck of a flick from 2022 is bringing us a brand spanking new story. We're not just tiptoeing around in any old time period. We're jetting forward into some undisclosed, probably fucked up future. And the best fucking part? This beast is gonna be led by a female. That's right, ditch those damsel in distress tropes folks because this lady's about to show that she doesn't just scream, she makes the predator scream. 
prey already set our hearts racing like we just ran away from one of those intergalactic trophy hunters, and now Badlands seems ready to crank it up a notch. Will it be the same bone-snapping, skin-flaying good time? Will the Yaucha be brand new, or are we getting a familiar face under that mask? Shit, the details are as elusive as the Predator itself, which means we can only dream of the gory goodness that awaits. And while we're playing the guessing game, what era will it bless with its spine-ripping charm? A post-apocalyptic wasteland? A space colony ripe for the hunting? Maybe even a blasted future Earth, a silent witness to one bitchin' bloodbath? The possibilities are endless, or as the Predator might say, click click, long inhale, sinister click. So sharpen your blades, charge your cannons, and keep your eyes peeled for more news on Badlands. Who knows where this Predator will land, but one thing's for certain, when it does, it's gonna tear shit up. Alright my twisted little night owls, let's talk about the freak fest that's got even the king of horror himself, Stephen motherfucking King, tweeting like a fanboy. Late night with the devil? Yeah, you heard that right, this cinematic gem is scaring the shit out of everyone lucky enough to catch it, including good ol' Uncle Stevie. Picture this. It's Halloween, 1977. A late-night talk show is about to turn from snooze-fest to full-blown horror show. The host, Jack Delroy, is ready to sell his soul to the ratings devil with a special that'll send shivers down the spine of the entire nation. And guess what? It does a hell of a lot more than that. Absolutely brilliant, tweets King. Couldn't take my eyes off it. And if the master is mesmerized, you know this flick's gotta be some next-level nightmare fuel. The creators Colin and Cameron Cairns have unleashed this terror onto the silver screen, and it's starring David Dasmalkian, whose performance will leave you clutching your goddamn pearls. Now, if you're one of the unlucky bastards who missed the festival circuit, you're probably cursing your rotten luck. But fret not, cause Late Night with the Devil is swooping into theaters on March 22nd, ready to invade your unsuspecting eyeballs. And if you're a real cheap skate or simply a couch potato, it'll hit Shudder faster than you can say fuck me sideways on April 19th. So will you dare to watch Late Night with the Devil just because Stephen King is losing his shit over it? Or do you need another push into the abyss? Either way, this flick is etching its symbols onto the 2023 horror scene, and if you don't catch it, you're missing out on what's sure to be a cult classic. Don't be a pussy, embrace the terror and let's get diabolical together. Alright, horror hounds and joystick junkies, let's hit the blood-splattered, pixelated highways of hell. It's time to welcome Terror Bites. No, not the kind that fucks with your computer, but the kind that fucks with your mind. This bitchin' docu-series is the ultimate tribute to every ghoul, goblin, and glitch that ever made you toss your controller through the screen in pure, unadulterated fright. This nostalgia-infused scream fest kicks off with Enter the Survival Horror, a love letter to the games that had us hoarding health packs and peeking around virtual corners. We're talking classics that made you shit bricks in the dark, with groundbreaking frights chasing you through abandoned corridors and fog-filled streets. Think of the first time you stepped foot in Silent Hill, that's right, where the damn fog was scarier than your ex's DMs. Then we've got lethal licenses, deep diving into those games that were so awful you couldn't help but adore them. I mean, who would have thought a chainsaw-wielding lunatic from Texas could be digitized for your torturous pleasure on Atari? That's right. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where pixels and murder go hand in bloody hand. It was crappy, but hey, it's cult classic crap. The third episode, Narrative Nightmares, looks at those interactive dramas like Night Trap, which, let's be real, is like being trapped in a B-movie director's wet dream. Not always top-quality content, but enough cheesy to give you nightmares, way and possibly constipation. 
Not to leave out the underdogs, the indie revolution serves a heaping platter of those who've mastered the art of making you piss your pants on a shoestring budget. We're talking about games like Faith, simplistic yet sophisticated enough to send chills up and down that spine. It's like the minimalist manifesto of horror gaming. And for the final slice of terror pie, cursed and controversial, grabs the games that damn near started moral panics. Manhunt, Doom, the legends that had parents and politicians alike soiling their Sunday best, Games so good and getting under your skin, they sparked headlines and heart palpitations. With a posse of OG contributors like Silent Hill's very own Akira Yamaoka, these episodes are loaded with enough scares to make your retro-loving heart bleed. So, dust off that nostalgia and get ready to explore the abyss of horror gaming. Buckle up, my digital devils, because Terabytes is serving up a buffet of the fucked up and the fabulous in high-definition screaming surround sound. Here it is, Creeps and Freaks, some mind-boggling drama straight from the Jurassic era. But this time, it's not the dinos stirring up the chaos. The dirt's out, and it's a fucking asteroid-sized piece of news. Dave Leach has bid goodbye to the land of Thunder Lizards and the upcoming Jurassic World movie. Fans are shitting bricks wondering what the hell happens next. You know Leach, right? The dude who steered the bullet train with a full fucking load of action? Yeah, he was on board to pilot the next dino-crammed blockbuster. But Deadline dropped the bomb that this directing gig has gone the way of the T-Rex. Oops, too soon? Turns out the split was chill, no claws came out. Leech and Universal just didn't see eye to eye on the vision of the beastly epic. Imagine sitting down with a Tyrannosaurus over tea time trying to decide the future of the Jurassic Empire and you're not even on the same prehistoric page. But the clock's ticking, motherfuckers. The film's set to explode like a volcano on July 2nd, 2025. And somewhere out there in that Hollywood jungle is a director who's gonna resurrect this fossil and bring a fresh carcass to the franchise. They ain't leaning on the old crew either. Dinosaurs like Sam Neill and Chris Pratt are history, according to sources. Talk about an extinction-level event for the cast. And here's a juicy bit of dino dirt for ya. Original Jurassic Park scribe David Cup is the man behind the latest script. New era, new nightmares, and hopefully no more family-friendly lizard-petting zoos. While Leitch might not be the dino whisperer anymore, Spielberg's still lurking in the executive producer shadows. And with over six billion of those greenbacks bagged globally by the series, you can bet your ass Universal's gonna birth something bigger than a batch of raptor eggs. So keep those ears perked and those eyes peeled like a banana in a monkey's paw because we'll be first to spill the stegosaurus-sized scoop on who's gonna be the next brave soul to wrangle these ancient beasties. Stay tuned, stay terrified, and stay the fuck away from any sharp-toothed reptilian action. It's gonna be a goddamn monstrous ride. All right, horror hounds, it's time to talk thrones, but fuck the Iron Throne and the dragons, we're getting a whole new kind of dread. Sophie Turner and Kit Harrington are ditching Westeros for some crueler shadows in the dreadful, Picture this, it's the War of the Roses, and if you thought that shit with the Lannisters was vicious, you ain't seen nothing yet. Here we've got Anne and her mother-in-law Morwen, played by Turner. They're living on the edge of society, where even the wolves say, damn, that's harsh. Now, Kit Harrington, our favorite brooding bastard, not Jon Snow this time, but nevertheless a man from their twisted past rolls back into town and it's no fucking family reunion. Talk about a setting. The War of the Roses was a time when getting stabbed in the back was just how you said good morning. The lands is soaked in blood as a Slayer concert, and Turner and Morwen have to navigate this gothic hellscape while dealing with Harrington's arriving ass probably bringing all kinds of trouble with him. 
Now don't go thinking this is some damsel in distress tale, oh hell no. This is about Anne's turning point, where either you become the predator or you're the cunt-ass prey. Harrington's return is the catalyst and my gut says a couple of lordly heads might just roll. Will Turner be serving up the heartache or will Harrington bring a reckoning? And just who the fuck is Morwen and what's her wicked game? Director Natasha Kermani is flipping the script and serving up a chalice of the macabre, promising to etch this nightmare into the annals of horror history. So get ready, boys and ghouls. The dreadful isn't just coming. It's here to haunt your goddamn dreams. And you know us, here at The Horror Report, we'll give you the grisly details as they slither in from the crypt. Stay tuned, it's gonna be a bloody good show. Well shit, you deviant darlings. Looks like we've stirred up the final pot of grotesque gumbo for today's horror report. Together we've tangoed with twisted fairy tales, tracked mysterious predators, and even had our wits charmed by a late-night encounter with the devil himself. We've sidestepped the horrors of old video game glitches and lamented over a directorial departure in the land of ravenous raptors. And let's not forget that titillating teaser of Thrones alums stepping into a gothic nightmare that's sure to send shivers down our corrupt little spines. As you return to the mundanity of the so-called real world, don't let the bastards grind you down or the bedbugs bite. Unless you're into that sort of thing, you kinky beasts. Until we crack open the crypt for another episode, keep your nightlight burning and your sense of humor as dark as your soul. In horror, they say no one can hear you scream. But fuck it. Here on the Horror Report, we know no one can hear you cackle. So slather yourselves in whatever protective spells or garlic necklaces you've got lying around and remember, stay spooky, stay twisted, and stay tuned for the next ghastly installment. This isn't goodbye, it's just a brief haunt till next time. Keep it creepy, fuckers.